4: And welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and the TalkSport team have made their way to East London. The T20 series getting underway on Wednesday. You can hear that live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 with updates throughout on TalkSport. The ODI series, well, as you heard, over the weekend ended all square. England uh, coming through just about in the end, actually. It was a little bit tighter than they would have hoped uh, at uh, stages, but winning by two wickets uh, runs uh, across the board, really. Joe Denley top scoring with 65, a couple of 40s apiece, Bearstone Root. Uh, and whilst England uh, made heavy weather of things, no doubt uh, buoyed by the return of form. The spin twins, Moeen Ali and Adil Rashid, both playing ODI cricket for England for the first time in, well, about half a year or so. Um, and didn't they do well? Um, Chris Silverwood, the England coach, who's now overseen a series win in the Test Arena over South Africa uh, and now honours shared in the ODI series, caught up with Andrew McKenna.
3: Chris, in the grand scheme of things, an even series in the one-day international Probably feels about right over the course of the three games.
4: Yeah,
1: potentially. I mean, it would have been nice, obviously, to to play at uh, Durban, and potentially even the series up there, I and mean, coming to this one with sort of everything to play for, really. But at the same time, yeah, I think it's it's probably the right result. Uh, you know, I mean, there are certain things we could have done better. I thought we were outplayed in Cape Town. if we're we're perfectly honest Uh, and even here today I think there's a lot of good things I thought we bowled nicely the intensity in the field went up Um, and for the the majority of it I thought we batted nicely Uh, I think we could have finished off a lot better though if I'm being brutally honest Uh, and I think if we're going to be a top team we've got to learn to do that and be be a little bit more methodical at the end and just sort of run the clock down so to speak You said that
3: throughout this series Owen has said that throughout this series so at the end of this one day series do you feel that as a group, you have learnt a lot, and, and actually, there are now things that you're happy with, and things that actually now you've learned that you need to go away and work on. So, have you learnt more than what you, you knew previously?
1: I would hope so. You know, I mean, I would hope that you know, I mean the guys are coming in that we're looking at that potentially could make an impact. You know, I mean, in a few years down the line, <clears> have <throat> learnt something themselves as well uh, about how they play, how they need to play at this level, uh, and equally, you know, I mean, we're getting a look of them in certain positions. Uh, and, and sort of picking things up from there, really, and hopefully we can steer them in the right direction.
3: I mean, what we saw with this third game, <clears throat> Moeen and Rashid came in and played like the experienced players they are. Of course, Matt Parkinson is, is at the other end of the extreme. He can only get that experience by playing, and people are comparing the two. But you're not comparing light with light there, are you?
1: No, I don't think it's fair to compare the two, to be honest. Not yet, anyway. If you look at how many games Rash has played, obviously he's, he's played 100 games now. Park is nowhere near that amount of experience. But at the same time, we want to try and get that experience into him as well. So, you know what I mean? So, giving him, him games while we are on this trip, and them two working side by side in the nets and playing together, uh, and sort of Parky being around Rash, he's, he's going to learn all the time. And I mean, just like sort of Banton being around some of the guys as well, he's going to learn from them by watching them, by talking to them, and by sharing experiences.
3: So, we now go into the T20s. You've got no warm-ups <laughs> for that. You're straight yeah. in. But... Owen's been saying about it. Actually, the T20s—they're the business part of this trip for the white ball side.
1: Well, Viana, uh, I think the 2020 is all about fine-tuning that squad that's going to obviously go to the World Cup and just making sure that we're happy with what's in there and we're happy with the method of play. So that's what we'll be looking at. We'll be looking to come out and, and play hard, aggressive cricket as we always do, uh, and yeah, I mean, fine-tune the squad that we've got.
3: Obviously, some players coming back. You'll have Ben Stokes back available as well. Joss is coming back yeah. as well. So it's going to be more, if you like, of, of what people will expect to see from the England team.
1: Yeah. It will be more, more of that. Obviously, we've got Wood back as well. Uh, so you will, you'll see a more sort of familiar lineup out there, and you know, I mean, it'll be a very strong lineup as well. But it's about getting those guys to to play the right way together to get their method going to get the confidence within the group again Uh, obviously moving into that World Cup
3: A word about the South African squad they've brought a bloke called Dale Stane back in I don't know if you've heard of him but I think he
1: might have a bit of a future in the game (laughs) Yeah, he's not been a bad one has he? Uh, No, he's obviously he's he's a world class bowler uh, and we'll have to respect that but at the same time we've got to find a a way of dealing with it as well Uh, but it's you know he's he's always good to watch just not against us really (laughs) you know what I mean but it's I mean all credit to him he's been a world class bowler So East London
3: first up, I mean, as I mentioned, no practice matches, but I suppose that's actually the way that international tours are going now. Everything is so condensed, it's just get on with it, get your practice as good as possible, I suppose. That's now the key.
1: Well, that is the key, you know, I mean, we've we've only got one training day going into this series as well, so that training day will have to get spot on. Uh, so, the coaches will be working together to make sure that they get the best prep possible in that short period of time. Uh, and equally, the players will get their mind round about, you know, I mean, sort of things will speed up naturally. Obviously, the, the tempo will go up uh, and the hype around it as well. So, they've got to get their heads around that. But it's, I think you're right. I think it's just about the way that international cricket is going. And these guys are expected to adapt very quickly.
3: Tours are three part events test matches, <laughs> one day internationals, T20s. Yeah. We've ticked off the first two a win in the test series, a share in in the uh, Wanda International Series. As head coach, how do you feel?
1: Uh, it's obviously really pleasing. Uh, I mean, we've had a, it's been a tough tour at times, uh, but it's been great to come through it as we have and see, I mean, all the teams grow, basically. Uh, so, yeah, happy at the moment.
4: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. So as Chris said there, uh, not even time for a practice game ahead of the T20s and it's uh, a strange way that cricket operates so much attention since 2015 has been about 50 over cricket and now well 50 over cricket is where you uh, blood new players it's all about T20 cricket for the next uh, couple of years two world T20s not just the one coming up in Australia in October this year but also next year uh, in India so two world T20s back to back Uh, and England are going to use this three-match series against South Africa to fine-tune and uh, get themselves up to speed. Amazing achievement if they could go back-to-back in limited overs World Cups. We shall see. can't bring you a preview today for that T20 series, but we will do so tomorrow. The Talk Sport team arrive in East London uh, shortly, actually, uh, and they will uh, be talking to the likes of Owen Morgan and hopefully Quinton de Kock ahead of this uh, T20 series. Gareth Batty, Alex Tudor uh, and the team will be in position throughout 4pm. Um, it starts in the UK on Wednesday, so uh, make sure you're tuning in. But uh, instead of a preview, which will come tomorrow, let's listen back to a conversation that took place during the mid-innings break at The Wanderers. Mark Butcher, Jared Kimber and Darren Goff discussing
2: The 100. Where do we stand, gentlemen? Is this, is this new concept, this new format... Um, which, after all, is still a game of bat and ball. Is it going to be the thing that sort of brings um, cricket to the wider consciousness of, uh, of, of the, uh, the viewers in the United Kingdom? Or is it, uh, is it something that has been dreamed up by money men who have no idea
5: um, what it is that the, the cricket-watching public wants? Goffey, you go first. Well, the 100, it's been interesting. Because when they first mentioned or were bringing it out, I thought, what are they doing? Really, what are they doing? Do we need it? We've got such a good T20 competition. It's such a powerful brand. It's successful all around the world. And it's been absolutely excellent. But, do you know something, the more and more I look at it, I'm actually intrigued to see how it's going to go. I think it's confused. The confusion around the way they released it to the media and the public is still ongoing. We still don't know the ins and outs of absolutely everything on that competition. But deep down... I'm excited about it. So I think there's, um, there's not as many good overseas players as we would like to have seen. We got promised the world and we've ended up with some decent overseas players rather than brilliant overseas players.
0: Yeah, I mean, they started terribly, didn't they? I mean, they were literally walking into a brick wall over and over again. There were lots of rakes on the ground that they kept standing on, slapping their face. It was embarrassing that the way they released this. They didn't know the rules and the regulations when they were giving press conferences and just made themselves look silly. And, and then little things, too, like... You know, we went, we went and talked to Mumsnet and, and, and asked the mums if, the, if they wanted cricket to be shorter. Are you asking these people who don't go to cricket if they want it to be shorter? Of course they do. I, I want I want really, you know, long French films that I don't want to watch to be a lot shorter as well. So little things like that, they kept getting wrong. The basic idea makes a lot of sense. Let's come up with a product that we can sell to people who aren't traditional cricket fans. That makes a lot of sense. What they've done with it, not, not as much.
2: Okay, well, so I mean, the, 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 the marketing, side of it, the, the the difference that we have here. Let's lay out what the differences are. Notwithstanding the fact that you've just you've removed 3.4 overs from it from a, from the most successful um, format of the game that there has been, i.e. T20. Just cutting off the fact. So we're just cu- we're, Okay, fine, but we'll forget that for the moment. You've got eight franchise teams um, competing against one another over a shorter period of time. Um, as opposed to uh, an 18-match competition uh, that will only be sh- that only gets shown, well, only one game per night can ever be shown um, of, of potentially eight or nine games happening at the same time in the in the T20 Blast. Um, it's also got a, a spot on uh, on terrestrial television for the first time, it's, albeit it's a very small one at the moment. I'm guessing that there's going to be negotiations for how many. At the moment, we've got 20. Is it 20 matches? Um, some of which are the, the women's competition, because it is a male and female competition, um, will go on free-to-air and the rest will go on, on Sky Sports. Um, so there, there is, I mean, when the, when the T20 was first discussed all the way back it, before 2003, and it was an idea that came up with, with Surrey chairman at the time and, and the chief executive at the time to have to try and go with an 18 tournament rather than bring in T20 and have it all 18 counties. Try to do it in the way that eventually it happened in the IPL. So on, on that score, do, is, do we see that as being a positive thing? Do we see sort of, you know, the, the fact that they've shrunk it a little bit, um, perhaps, and, and, and have given it a wider, a wider reach in terms of a bit of BBC coverage? Is that a positive start? Well,
5: look at it this way. And I played in that first T20 uh, game in England, county game, and all the players didn't have a clue what was going on. We were laughing at it. We were treating it as just a bit of fun. And look how serious that competition's become now in England. Look at the thousands and thousands of people that go and watch their team, their county, playing the T20 competition. Now, the ECB have got a sniff of that, and they've found a competition, which they're open, and I thought was bad words from Andrew Strauss, he did a lot of good stuff in England, but when he said, we're trying to attract a new audience, we're trying to attract mums and c- children. Well, ad- mums and children go with their husbands, you go as families in the T20, it was a ridiculous thing to say. So what they're trying to do, let's be honest about this, is attract the same audience that go watch T20, to get them to watch The 100. Now, there is a couple of good things in the under which I'm looking forward to seeing. There is the timeout. It's a two and a half minute. We do see timeouts in other competitions, but the coach can go on to the pitch. So I'm interested to see if that's going to work in England. There's going to be 10 ball overs. That's a first. So let's see how that goes. And um, it, listen, I think there's a lot of things on there. As I said, confusion, intrigue. Excitement—they're three words that come to mind. One thing—one thing I'd I'd throw
2: at you, Jared—is if you're if you're looking to simplify a tournament, simplify a game that has been described as as too complicated, why would you change the one thing that virtually everybody knows about cricket—that there's six balls in an over?
0: I mean, do you want a real response? I mean, there's no obvious oh, I response. Your,
2: obvi- I want your response.
0: When they came up with that idea, they hadn't even thought through how they were going to simplify. it. And in the end, they've confused everyone by simplification. Remember, there was, there was going to be those huge—I uh, want to call them super overs—but mega overs that they were going to have at one stage. Um, look, they have not. It's going to be more confusing to traditional cricket fans. I'm not sure how new people come in. I, Having gone and watched other sports that I don't know a lot about, generally, if you're a new fan of the sport, when you go in, it's the it's the atmosphere and the experience that you're getting anyway. Very rarely, you know, I don't think a lot of people are, are watching basketball and understanding about the, the, the three-second rule and the key and all these sorts of things, um, you know, and even offside, which is a fairly obvious one. If you're going to a football game for the first time, you're not going to know that. You learn that by going to the sport, what they should have been doing. If they, if they want more mums and kids, they need better facilities in the grounds for families. The facilities in English grounds for families are nowhere near up to scratch compared to Australian grounds. You go into the MCG, and SCG's another one, they have so many great facilities for families. That's what, that's what people actually want. They want to know that when they go there, there'll be somewhere that they can do a baby change where, where the kids can play on the, on the other side. What they don't want is, is 10 ball overs. I'm not sure there's, there's any market research that would back that up coffee I mean,
5: you know, it, it's the thing is. But well, I can't see many seamers bowling ten ball overs. They can bowl five, can't they? They, they can. You they can, can, can bowl five them, or ten. Which but would really confuse As you've just come back to it, it's totally
2: confusing. So, so this is my, I guess, the thing that I'm getting at is, is that it, that those changes timeouts or five ball and 10 ball overs and stuff they might be slightly interesting but you'd have to have understood the game first in order to find it interesting it's not something that the new fan is going to go in and go oh wow this is it all of a sudden but. i like a game of bat and ball that i've ignored for the rest of my life because it's a 10 ball over i
5: but would love cricket all i want is more timeouts do you know something with cricket though let's be honest about this a lot of people who do come to the t20 games haven't got a clue on how it works they go for the entertainment. They go. As you've seen here, this is a full house, right? And and they know it. 50 of us has been around a long, long time. A lot of people still don't know the power plays. They still don't know where the fielders should be. All they like to see is a bit of entertainment. Some dancing, parachute, uh, live band, music, uh, places you could take your kids to get them something decent to eat rather than just a burger. That's what they want to see, families. They don't understand the ball being... All they want to see is the ball getting hit for six, where they can put up those banners and say six on it or four on it. If you bales go up? Yes, the bales. That's what families like to see. They don't really know the laws. In fact, like, if you ask me the laws and with dismissals to get out, I don't think I could still tell you. And I'm not interested. At all I'm bored about is running in and bowling as fast as I could, and when I bat, trying it to four and a six. Well, we're going to.
0: Yeah, we've got a full house here today. How many people would know how many fielders you're allowed to have on the leg side on a one-day international? Which 30%, is a different, which 30% is, I well, I'll tell you
2: what we'll do. In the second half, we'll send you out to survey everybody. Where's where Sam Mallard?
0: Do- <laughs> but, but that's my point. I, I just don't think that that matters. So, so I, I think some of the stuff like the timeout is really interesting from a cricket point of view. And having worked with a franchise, it's, it's really interesting to see um, how you use that and, and how you change things. But it makes absolutely no difference to to anyone watching and the entertainment factor. And that's what a a big problem I have with a lot of their changes is that.
2: Just moving away then from the minutiae of of how the game is going to be played, Um, how about the effect that it will have on county cricket. Of course one of the reasons why the, the counties and the uh, the minor counties, the, the sort of 38 members of the ECB, um, signed this through in the end was because they were promised, uh, one every club, every county was promised 1.3 million quid and we know for a fact that beyond um, a very very select handful of counties in the English game that it's the counties are struggling. They get their money from the centre, um, most of them struggle to, to make ends meet on a, on a, on a yearly basis, Um, racking up debt etc etc even though they're trying to you know improve their facilities and all of the things that we're talking about and so one of the reasons why the counties in the end were so keen to, to sign this through was very simple it was money the the other side of it is the 50 over competition England are now world champions at 50 over cricket and the 50 over comp is going to be relegated to basically a second team competition and the counties will also play the blast Pretty much in the same way as they do now, which will push the county championship even further to the margins of the season. So I think perhaps the thing that, that, that your county fans are most exercised and, and upset about are those three factors. What does the what does the hundred if the hundred is a great success? And let's face it, there's no reason why it shouldn't be. It's going to be cricket after all. It'll be the same game. Little shorter, a, a little bit shorter, a little bit sillier. It in might places. be
5: overkill though, because if you, you he's, he does a lot with a big bash. You look at the crowd, the semi-final the other day for the Melbourne Stars. who Were they playing Sydney Sixers or something? Was hardly anybody there.
0: Thunder, wasn't it? Was it seventeen
5: thousand? Seventeen thousand, and that's a small crowd to what they've been getting, getting for the it semi-final. However,
0: however, it's still bigger
2: than most of the, the, than you could get into Cardiff, which is one of the one of the uh, of one course. of the venues for. for the th- so, look, forgetting forgetting that for a minute, just go back to what I was talking about before. The, the counties, the county fans members etc and perhaps some of the players are, are going to be faced with a season that looks that looks peculiar. They're going to have no 50 over cricket of any note to speak of. They're going to have the championship pushed backward and backward and forward further than it is already and you're going to have two white ball um, short format competitions running one after the other. That's the thing that is that's really annoying the, the cricket fan.
0: Well what's interesting is that if you look at the IPL and the Big Bash, and that's kind of what this is based on, right? It's mostly based on the Big Bash with a little bit of IPL stuff put in, no one goes to domestic cricket. That much in Australia, so it didn't matter that the Shield. The Shield season has been decimated by, by this. Like you know, uh, there's, there's no Shield on while the Test matches are being played, which means if you have an injury, you've got someone coming in from the Big Bash rather than playing uh, four-day cricket. Uh, the one-day tournament now is basically usually played in one or two cities. Um, basically, it's a pre-season tournament in Australia. So it is completely changed, but there was no one there to complain about it. Whereas in county cricket, there really is someone there to complain about. And, and, and that's why, you know, it, when you were trying to copy the Big Bash model, it doesn't make sense on a lot of different uh, you know, levels. One is, Big Bash was going to have a game played live every night, which was the, the huge, the huge difference is, we well, are going to have it over two channels here to start with. So that's already not getting, it's going to make it harder for casual fans to find it. The other one is that Australia is a city-based country. That, that's how we are. That, that's not how cricket is. I mean, if you, Somerset is, you know, Taunton's one of the most cricket-obsessed places I've ever been to, and their T20 team is not even in their country. You know, it's a very, very weird situation that you're putting yourself in. So you're copying another league, and I haven't thought about the existing fans enough, and also think they haven't thought about how all these different factors are going to come together. So that's where a lot of the problems are for County. Before you even go, well, what happens to County Cricket in the future? You're like, well, what happens to the performance of you know, the, the men's team, which is supposedly the most important thing when it comes to getting new fans in? So you have to worry about that.
5: Well, the good afternoon to uh, the cup. The first thing for me, when it comes down... To, to the 100 but I think they've given the counties too much responsibility my initial thought when it came out but there should be companies that put in the bid and own these companies like the IPL or whatever it may be and counties should have no say whatsoever on what players come into that club but the counties have had too much power still, they wanted that power they're, this is what it's all about power from the ECB power from the counties so like the northern superchargers now say Edinley, they're going to be playing at Edenley Edenley along with Somebody from Durham picked who was going to be the coaches, the picked who they wanted to represent their team as overseas players. They should have nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. It should have been totally people from outside that bubble. And that's what they said originally, didn't they? But what have they done? They've gone back on the word and given all the coaches from the counties a job with the franchise, extra money. It's ridiculous. The, you know what I mean? I mean, They said it's going to be different, but it's not. They're trying to make it the same.
4: Well, uh, fascinating discussion, but uh, you just get the feeling nobody really knows, A, what's going on, B, why... It's going on and see what will happen. It will uh, certainly be interesting, that's for sure. Goffey, I think got it right um, at times in that uh, interview. That does bring us to the end of the show today though. As I said earlier on, there will be a preview to the T20 series uh, taking place uh, with Owen Morgan and Quinton O'Cock and the team in position at East London ahead of the first of three. The uh, three matches of course will be winging its way to you live from the grounds uh, on Talk Sport 2. But for now, thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, listen to the following on podcast on Apple Podcasts or Acasts or Spotify. But for now, thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados